Two Nerds and a Joke with Robert and Ernie. It's kind of adorable how they think this is going to work. So this is, um... Thank you, disembodied hot girl voice. This is Two Nerds and a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Robert. And I am Ernie, of course. Yay. Hey, I uh, got great news for you guys, awesome for all news. you listeners. Awesome news. We have another friend of the podcast who uh, wanted to be on a, an episode with us. He basically had been following us, heard a couple episodes, liked the format, and he he's into a lot of the same things that we're into, comic books, entertainment. Uh, we kind of go back and forth, the three of us, uh, on some issues, you know, DC, Marvel, uh, TV, movie, Hollywood, you know, indie flicks, all that. Uh, so we had a great time with the interview. Um, Definitely a great time. And one of the cool things I think about this particular guest is that he doesn't always agree 100% with you, and he doesn't always agree 100% of the time with me. So he's kind of like a mediator between the two of us in some respects, because there's some movies that he agrees with me on wholeheartedly where you're like, you're both full of poop, and then vice versa where he's with you and I'm like, you're both idiots. So that's kind of a cool middle ground perspective that we get from him. Why do you have to say poop? I could have said other words, but I'm trying to keep it G-rated for the kids. But, but who, it's all what, about the what kids. kids? What kids are listening to hey, us? Hey, kids, watch our show on YouTube and watch us on iTunes. Listen closely. And don't forget Pinterest. Yes, Pinterest. Yeah, we, what, what's up with you people? We want some Pinterest followers, for goodness sake. We do upload pictures and stuff on there. And I'm following like 45, 50 people, so I'm looking for some, some return love here. Yes, please. It's all about keeping the circle of nerdum together. Absolutely. And iTunes, please. Uh, iTunes. I know we have a few subscribers through there. SoundCloud. SoundCloud is good. And Twitter. Where's Twitter. all my Twitter friends at? Dude, every time I hear, it's like everyone seems to be using Twitter, but I don't know. Feel free to DM us or you know put something on our on our feed. We'll yeah. answer to it. We'll Absolutely, respond. that's the big thing. And um, if you do have questions and you prefer a more anonymous way, uh, don't hesitate. Email us two nerds a joke at gmail com. Always a private way for you to message us for topics or anything else. We're looking for topics as well. We're very excited for this episode though. Going back to where we are, and we're going to talk about our interviewee. And it's going to be a lot of fun and excitement. And our interviewee is actually just staring at us through a plate glass window. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. It is kind of creepy. He walked on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Enjoy the interview, and here we go. Here we go. Hey, everybody out there. It's uh, Two Nerds and the Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie. I'm Robert. And we have a special guest lined up, a friend of the podcast. Special. Say hello to the world out there, my friend. Hello, world. How's everybody doing out there? Awesome. Well, they're not actually going to respond back. <laughs> no, they're not going to respond back. Well, you know, I'm just trying to be polite, give the world a chance just... to say hello. But no, apparently nobody has got manners anymore, so let's just take it from there. So anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so bona fides, Ernesto, ask the yes. question. That's the question. I need to know what I need to know about your your nerd background because you know we're all about nerds, but we're also about busting some of the stereotypical notions about what makes a nerd. So we want you to give us like your background on like what makes you nerdy. What makes me nerdy? Let's see. I'm a total gearhead. I love movies. I love video games. Uh, I love uh, you know just about anything that you know, can actually make you question reality, that's what it's all about. So are you a, an Inception man? Oh, are you kidding me? If Listen, if you didn't hang out with your friends right outside the theater after watching Inception and discuss what actually happened and whether Cobb is, is still sleeping or if he's awake, then you're not a nerd. I'm sorry. So I think if does it what, about, what, about the does what about the speech after the architect in The Matrix 2? No, I, I pretty much think that if you um, if you were awake after that speech, then you you might be human or unhuman, I should say. Because let's face it, after after the first Matrix, um, things kind of went downhill. Uh, the se the second one, um, um, what was the second one? It wasn't Revolutions. It was. Um, I uh, can't remember the name of it, but it was actually pretty good, action-wise, but Revolutions was just like, uh, okay, really? Okay, everything's just going to stop because of one guy? Sure, okay, let's just go there, and one old dude with white hair is just going to just put a stop to everything. All right, I, I, I can believe that. Not. 
There's always a tip of the spear. And not to mention, can, can I just mention one thing? I mean, this is supposed to be the the most advanced technological brain out there. This is the guy who is in charge of uh, of you know this AI city mm-hmm. country, and yet he's got a wall full of fifties television sets. <sighs> It's like, can, can we get a plasma at least, at the very least? I mean, seriously, we're, we're talking about tube TVs, for God's sakes? That just threw me off. I was like, really? Okay. Well, Not only... Well, yeah. They well, weren't even VGA. They were just like <laughs> monochrome. It's like, come on. Well, man. they, they really? didn't have the budget for anything fancier, so, you know. That's, that's what it was. It was a budgetary issue, that's all. But, well, you know, if you believe in the construct, he could have done anything he wanted. I mean, the guy's name is the architect. Yes. Oh yeah. Within budget, you know? he has to be within budget. They <laughs> oh. dominated the world. Everything is, is within budget. <laughs> budget. It's all about budget. There is no budget <laughs> when you run the entire world. When you when you derive your power source from human beings, I think uh, you pretty much have carte blanche of the entire world. Yeah, probably. You think? Maybe, possible. <laughs> but but why you are here today specifically um, is to talk about one trailer specifically that just came out, correct? And how that Absolutely. has your bona fide, uh, a combination of your bona fides, to use uh, Ernesto's word, uh, calm blanchely, um, and that would be, of course, the video game movie crossover. Absolutely. And specifically, and, um... and specifically of course, Assassin's Creed. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are your thoughts and hopes? Well, um, you know, when I heard that Michael Fassbender was was in talks to do the um the Assassin's Creed movie, I you know, my heart kinda jumped because okay, this guy's a real bona fide actor, he can do drama, he can do action, he can do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But then I started hearing reports about okay, he doesn't he's never actually played the game, he doesn't know what it's about, you know. And and for those who have played the game, it's probably one of the most immersive best stories out there mm. you know even if even if you just played just for the story the way it incorporates historical figures into the into the into the um, storyline it really makes you think and in fact one of the things i was kind of thinking about is like more people of this particular uh, game playing generation have learned about history from assassin's creed than probably reading it out of a book which is kind of sad but it's kind of true oh yeah um that is you sad. know yeah. You know, but it's like, oh, I actually know about Leonardo da Vinci. What, you read about him? No, he was actually in Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay then. And, and they do keep it pretty factual, so you are learning you know, mostly real history, mostly. I mean, you are right. They they do try to keep they did try to keep it to as close to, to fact as they possibly could. Yeah. You know, of course, they everybody had to take um, you know creative liberties in order to make a, a good cohesive game. Right. But it they made it work. Mm-hmm. Now. As you know, with so many comic book movies that have come and gone, uh, I thought we were sticking with the games. Yeah, well, we are sticking. Okay. We are sticking with the games, uh, but you know, for so many movies that are come and gone, we've gotten disappointments. So when we first saw that trailer come out, and you actually feel like you're in the game, it's like it looks like a screenshot of the game. You know, there's Michael Fassbender doing the parkour, and mm-hmm. he's got the uh, the the hidden blades, and he's doing the leap of faith. Oh, the leap you know, of faith! That was like, oh my god, yes. That was like, oh, okay. Which makes you think, okay, if they make him land in a bale of hay, that's 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 when you have to call bullshit because they're like. Okay, no, that guy is not alive. This guy has gone through about six layers of earth. Yes. You know, if but, he tries to attempt to land in a bale of hay. But, you know... Well, they do in the game, we still have the same issue, so it's like, you know... Yeah, but, you know, it's like, um... Sometimes he, he lands in a bale of roses, and a bale of hay. Yes. You know, you, you have to... It's, it is a video game, obviously. You have to sometimes suspend a little belief. But it works because it's a video game. But when it translates to a movie... Right. You still... The brain automatically craves a little bit more realism. So if a guy lands, you know, in, in a pool of water, okay, I can believe that. Mm-hmm. You know, but if he lands in a cart that's full of, you know, with a layer of, of hay that's only about six foot high... That dude's dead. 
Yeah, no, and that's that's absolutely true. And it's funny too because if you look at the the trailer, um, you can see the stylized art of it in in just the way they did the sets and the scenes of it. They gave it the same feel as the game, which yeah, was, I thought gr- was it looks exactly the same. I agree. I mean, it looks gritty. I mean, the fighting is very well choreographed to the point that when you see the female um, mm-hmm. assassin fighting, you're like. Oh man, she she can lay it down. She can kick some. She will kill somebody. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's exactly what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is something that hasn't really translated in into a lot of video game movies out there. I don't know why it just doesn't do that because the template's already been laid. You already have. You practically have a script ready. You practically have a screenplay. You practically have picture direction. You, right. you have a good basis on what to build in, but it just never translates. No. In fact, the only thing I did not like about this trailer, and I think you know where I'm going with this, mm. is like if you're if you're talking about, I, I can't remember what what era it was. Um, I think it was during the Spanish Inquisition. Yes, that's what they're if doing. If I remember Spanish correctly, Inqu- yep. Spanish Inquisition. Yep. Okay, so you think they would maybe match it up with some classical, some powerful classical piece that expresses <laughs> the the intensity of the movie, that expresses the intensity of that period where, oh, wow, okay, uh, we think you're a heretic, so we're just going to put you in on this rack and just stretch you to death. No, you, something with that level of intensity. No, what do they put it next to? Kanye. <laughs> I'm yeah. like... Yeah, that took kidding. away when I heard, when I heard it was Kanye. I was like, "Oh God, why Kanye?" Well, and out that, of all the choices, yeah, yeah, and that just drives me insane. You're like, really? They could have yeah, done of all of all the music tracks they could have picked. They had the guy who who cut together this trailer. Obviously, is a Kanye fan, so I can imagine some you know pimply kid that's about 25 years old that still thinks that Kanye has talent well I'm just going to put this together with this trailer and everybody's going to love it and of course anybody with any kind of taste was like uh, no no this is like wearing you know Argyle socks with a tuxedo it just does not go they should have gotten the kid who did the Suicide Squad trailers yeah Mm -hmm. look what they uh, yeah what they match it up with Queen yeah, well, it depends the, on which the one. Second There's one three. With Queen. Yeah, second one with Queen. Yeah. The second one's Queen. The third one was Ballroom Blitz. Go figure. Yeah, right. But it was great. Look, mm-hmm. even even a movie, even a movie that wasn't all that great, um, like Hardcore. Um, what was it Hardcore Sam? Hardcore Harry. Oh, hard, Hardcore yeah. Harry. How, how was yeah. it? I saw that. I was like, I in first person. I was. I feel that I like, get nauseous from kind of watching. It. I did. Yeah, did you? I did get a little. Yeah. I did get a little nauseous after a while, but it kind of settled up after a while. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. I thought it was a good movie. That's technically. You know, I mean, if you look at it, it's technically a video game movie. That's a first-person shooter. Yeah. Any all first-person shooters in one exactly. movie, basically. Yeah. It's basically a first-person shooter with shaky cam, which, <laughs> which sucks. you would think maybe not a good combination. Maybe you want to steady things up a little bit. I think would Somewhere. be a much better way to go. Somewhere, but we please. got. We we got all we got. They hey, you have to at least hand it to them. They tried something original. Yes, they did. Well, you know, yeah. they tr- same yeah. guy who did District uh, Nine, right? Which same was, guy. Oh my god, that was a. Is when it? I first saw that movie. Is it the same? Yeah, guy? same guy. Wow. Yes, same guy. Wow. I know it's the same actor that was in District Nine, but I'm I don't know if it was the same director because yeah, yeah, um, it's the same dude. Really? Well, he he had District so. Nine. He got he nailed that. Oh, that was. But the first time I saw that, I was significantly creeped out. I was like, oh, totally. this is like, wow, this is real. And I mean, and his performance was mostly improvised. You know that. Mm-hmm. He basically said, I'm going to take what I see in the script and portray it like I believe how he would react in these situations. So all that, most of that was improvised. Which is great, because that's what you need in that kind of movie with that type of realism. Absolutely. You know, because it actually, when I first started watching the movie, I was like, is this some kind of fake documentary? What's going on? This guy looks like they just pulled him off the street, and he just looks like a regular Joe. But mm-hmm. I think that actor has a lot of range. I think he, he's Australian or, or New Zealander. But well, I think he's South African. Is he South African? Wow. Yeah, wow. he's from South Africa. So I, wasn't even this, I wasn't even the right hemisphere, which sucks. But um, Bad for you, but good for everybody else. <laughs> hey, you know what? He was actually one of the few parts I actually liked about 18. So, yeah. oh Jesus, there's going back. Yes. Wow. No, I mean, A Team was an okay movie if you remove um, everybody else. 
Yeah, pretty much. Everybody else. Um, and do, although Bradley, Bradley and Cooper and wasn't too bad. Ha- I would say, and you have to actually like the A-Team concept. Well, uh, I don't know how like- far guys you go back, but, you know, if you watch any of the A-Team, you wonder how in the living hell did no one get shot in the face or anywhere? <laughs> well, that's hey. surrealism, you know. Dude. Taking a flying there was leap. A, there was a million bullets being sprayed around every episode. And not one person ever got shot. Nope, they were mm. they were definitely uh, uh, special people. That's for sure. They they followed the rule of GI Joe. Essentially, like everyone's firing. Only thing that blows up is the plane and a parachute pops out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever does. Yep. It's, it's like it's they, the good old spray and pray. <laughs> yeah, pretty much they all went to the same firing range as the stormtroopers did. Yep, there you so, go. So, it's like, there you go. It's like, we're just going to empty a clip. We're not going to hit anything, God forbid, but it's going to look really cool when we do it. Yep. But, you know, that's an easy joke to make, but in the first movie, Star Wars, Obi-Wan says you see these blast points. It's never a new hope. These blast <laughs> points here are too precise for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers have this much precision. Which mm. is a joke in of itself. Well, you, you have to think about it, though. Um, Compared to Sam, Ben Kenobi was a general, and he did lead the clone troopers, which were yes. descended of Jango Fett. So maybe they did have a little skill. Now, the stormtroopers, as you know, were recruited. Yes. Or, and I'm using, I'm using air quotes, recruited yeah. or forcibly uh, voluntold uh, to serve. Which is a good point, because in the... You know the prime trilogy; um, those were not clone troopers. Those were, as you said, recruits. So their aim probably wasn't very good. The clone troopers, though, on the other hand, were very good, especially if it was an elite squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, so. these were not these were not the uh, the elite uh, troopers for sure. No, I mean th- these guys were like one step above cleaning the uh, the uh, the maintenance hatches, really. <laughs> I think that's a that's a yeah, but I, I I enjoyed but like you Ray I enjoyed the A team I mean the A team movie may have been a bit of a letdown you know what I mean because they kind of dumbed it down a little bit they didn't have to dumb it down it's dumb know? enough as it is beforehand why would you need to dumb it down even more just saying no well <laughs> I mean come on it's Mr T I mean you're not going to get incredible storyline or dialogue it's Mr T now Mr T is awesome but it's Mr T thespian yeah. he's not you know no you you didn't watch the a team to watch mr t recite uh, shakespeare you watched mr t shoot stuff to watch him just like <laughs> punch somebody through a wall and throw say somebody the two lines i don't think and he ever did say the lines did he ever say the lines in a team yeah I yeah pity the fool. Oh, i pity the fool and uh uh don't give me no back talk sucker <laughs> And and uh, and awful. to uh, look out <laughs> oh, for his van. Yes. Oh, what's his name? Um, what do you kept telling? Um, what was it? What was the crazy Murdoch? Murdoch. 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 Yes. M- yes. Mad Mad Dog Murdoch. Mad Dog Murdoch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was That's fun. what made it funny to me. Is every time they had to go fly someplace, they had to drug uh, B. A. Baracus because he was scared of flying. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah, big dude. Nope, can't can't take uh, heights. Nope, can't do it. Which is funny because it's like really come on now. Yeah, it was a, it was a good fun series when it when it started out, but it didn't really quite translate to the movies. You know, you're like, right. okay, really, it's going to be this campy, it's going to be this. Okay, we're gonna have to instead of just shooting people, we're just gonna just create this elaborate hoax. You know, yeah, in order to get somebody to incriminate themselves. No, come on, really, come on, yes. It was just and and there was no reason. For face to plan out the final scene, there was really wasn't. It was like let uh, let uh, Hannibal do the whole thing. That's his thing, right? It didn't make any sense to me. But I think we're a little bit off topic here because we went just from uh, hair. Well, just, I wanted just to the reel us in. I wanted to ask you. You were talking about how like that. How like sometimes these these uh, productions, you know, a script comes along. They're like, we want to base it on this really popular video game. That that'll get butts in the seats. And they don't use the uh, the source material to its fullest extent. My greatest example of that would probably be the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus, that that was. Um, Which it's, it's, oh it's, boy, it's, that was so bad. <laughs> 
But it's it's a legitimate. It falls sadly. It falls into the the category, which is what it's it's awful. But I mean, it does. So I well, want to hear what your thoughts are on that, Ray. Uh, Ray, you also have to remember that back then they were not only limited by you know by by technolo- technologically what they could do with these characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not so it's not like you just CG everything like they do now. I was like, okay, well, just gonna, you know, make him jump up and break blocks, or you know, you're not gonna have a realistic Koopa or mm-hmm. King Koopa, yeah. you know. So they did the best with what they had, you know. That so they they really couldn't have made anything better for the budget that it had. I mean, they they did have some pretty good actors. I mean, it had Bob Hoskins in it. They had um, who who played the part of King Koopa? It was um, God, I can't Dennis, remember. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, one of the best intense movie yeah. actors of our time. Best you know, villain. But, you could have you yeah. asked for a better villain, and then you had John Leguizamo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, great. But, okay. Oh, how, how do you get okay? So Mario and Luigi are supposed to be Italian. Okay, you can pass up Bob, Bob Hoskins as, as Italian because he had range. Mm-hmm. But Lego was Puerto Hoskins Rican. Was in England, and and know, but, but, was New but York. He, but but yeah. he had range. He had range. He could pull it off. I mean, if, if he could pull off, you know, a San Francisco cop, he can pull that off without any problems. Well, right. You know, a good actor doesn't and, need to be of the nationality as long as he's pretty close. Exactly. But Leguizamo as an Italian. Okay. Okay. Come on. Really? Now, now we're stretching it. Yeah, who, was just, the, who, was princess, who was the princess in that movie? Does anyone remember? Who was the, Nobody cares. The... <laughs> no, but she was another big name. She was another big name, remember? Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Was, she one of the, was she one of the Mary Elizabeth Master Antonios? One of the... <laughs> you know how like there were like three actresses in the 80s that all had Mary Elizabeth or as their name? Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Who was she? Uh, was it Daisy, Princess Daisy? Yes, Princess Daisy. Yes, I think her name was. Yeah. Hold on. No, the, actually, they had Samantha Samantha Mathis. So Samantha no. Mathis. Yeah, Samantha Mathis was Princess Daisy, and then we had. Yeah, there wasn't. The, the, she was the only the only princess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was it. There was somebody else. No. I, well, no, no. I, I I saw the movie. Mojo once. Nixon. Mojo Nixon was Toad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but uh, but but yeah, going back to that, like, like the, ever since Super Mario Brothers came out, like, then they released another game movie. I want to say after that, or around the same time, wasn't it Spy Hunter? Spy Hunter. No, I don't. I I'm sure they they tried making a movie about that, but uh, more important, the one that really comes to mind. Well, not really based on a video game, but on based on a game, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, which which oh, one? Oh yes, the anime or the real world. No, the real world. Okay, uh, they did have both with with Jeremy Irons, and oh, it was yes. just it yeah. it was just such a total cash grab to get the geek money in there. And I was like, uh, this it has had, actually, it had a Wayans brother in it too, didn't it? Yeah, yes. it had Mar. I think it had Marlon Wayans, the younger one. Yes, right. And it was, and it was just like. Um, yeah, this is bad. Uh, there's no other way to put it. It's just bad. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, but my there problem were a few with D my problem with the D and D. Sorry to cut you off. My no. problem with the D and D like perception was. I don't know. Did you play Ray? Not really. No, I was really never into it. I was like, what's all? This, what's with all this dice? And there's no money being put on the board. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I'm. You know, <laughs> there's no money being like, grabbed here. But did, <laughs> now, did you watch Saturday morning cartoons? Of course. Did you watch the D and D cartoon? I sure did not. Ah, so I have no point of reference. Never mind. Uh, no, I was well, say. you have to. You have to understand my. Uh, let's see. When, when I'm talking uh, cartoons, when I was a kid, I was watching Looney Tunes, like the original Looney Tunes that were racist as hell. Um, so the good ones. Yes, and they were, and they were still good. They were still like Tweety was pink, and he was cursing off the the two cats that were trying to kill him. No, and Yosemite Sam played a plantation owner for God's sakes. Really? Oh wow, yeah. Okay. Dang, yes. you're going yeah. Back it, a day. <laughs> it was Foghorn Leghorn. I mean, Duh. really? Okay. Yeah. Big, big redneck chicken. I say, I say. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. It, 
and of course we we had GI Joe, and of course all the Hanna Barbera uh, cartoons such as um, Scooby Doo, yeah, He Man. He Man, that was that wasn't bad though. That was not bad. Plastic Man. No, I didn't. No. I don't think I ever watched Plastic Man. I think uh, Great Ape and something else I used to watch, but definitely uh, Scooby Doo, Smurfs, and He Man were like uh, the basis of childhood entertainment back back then up in New York. You know, so Thundercats. And you look all right. I, you I, abso- about, yeah, Thundercats, Voltron. Absolutely. Oh, jeez. Oh, don't get him started that? on Voltron. Don't go and, and, and Transformers. And Transformers. Which, which incarnations of Transformers? The original. 84 to 86? Or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this, the is, original. this is this is pre Beast uh, Transformers and all that other fancy crap. No, this was the original Transformers. Before nice. Headmasters and Power Masters and Egg, exactly, you know, <laughs> it, you know, first came out Transformers and then the Ghetto version, uh, GoBots, you know, Go-Bots. which Damn. yeah, those were. <laughs> I kind of like GoBots. I kind of like them. I, yeah, because they were cheaper. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's like when normal Transformers took like maybe uh, three or four or five moves to transform them from robot to vehicle. GoBots used to take like two. That's true. Yeah, Is it just snap two pieces, boom, you're done. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I, I so, did you, did you collect the toys? I had the toys. I had, um, of course, every everybody had Optimus Prime. I had Bumblebee. What was your first one? What was your first one? My first one was Optimus Prime. That's yes. the one I wanted. I love. I love that Peter built so, uh, uh, so truck. So you had the. So you had the. Um, so you had the uh, the Americanized one, not the Japanese one, right? Well, of course I had what was available back then. You know, whatever was being sold at KB Toy Stores, that's what I got. There's a promo oh, for you. And, KB and, Toys. And, uh, and, and for those young kids out there listening, KB Toys well, used to be this old brick-and-mortar store where you go and they'd have all kinds of cool toys. Yeah, you don't see those anymore, though. No, you don't, sadly. KBs were cool. My first, my first Transformer was Mirage, but I got the Japanese version of it. So it came with like a little metal guy that rode in the car when it was a car. <laughs> that's and then that's like, yeah, and, and all the instructions were in Japanese. The outside of the box was Japanese, um, but it was a really cool car. And then I got the the Lamborghini. What was the Lamborghini's name? Oh, Jesus. oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. See, I had all the little ones, like the ambulance and the little the little mini bots or whatever they're called. And then I yeah, had like the Bumblebee, the uh, Ratchet. And all of those, right? Yeah, and then there was and, the and ones course, that were. What were the ones that were the 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 tigers and the the lions and the tigers and the animals that that fit oh. together that transformed? Do you remember those? Oh, wait, 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 wait. That that came in the second generation. That was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something um, the, the the beast motor beast. Yeah, uh, those beast I formers. Had, yeah, but I had those. the the one that was most coveted by everybody in my school was Soundwave. Really, I had Soundwave. Yeah, because he transformed yes. into a boombox, boom and he, the little cassette inside would actually transform into another little bot, which was so cool. That is I was like, how can you That's how could you get one. any cooler than that? That, that was the best one. Yeah, although I had, I, said, I had the Japanese sound wave. Only problem was that uh, you know uh, I always wanted Megatron because he transformed into this pistol. My dad would never get it to me because he was strict anti-gun when he when I was younger. So absolutely not even fake ones. <laughs> Nice. He so, turned into a Walter PPK. Did he? I don't remember. Yes. I know. Yes. I thought he transformed into some kind of blaster, but I don't remember him turning into a Walter PPK. Yeah, that was the model it was designed after. Walter Seriously? PPK. Yes. I had no idea. Yes, and unfortunately, when he became a robot, he became so uncool because his little <laughs> flander doodle was the trigger. It was awful. It was really weird. That's awful. But he. But he. I'm but so, you know what? In the comic books and in the cartoon, he was drawn. The coolest because he had that huge blaster attached to his arm, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Why is he laying waste to these little tiny punk Autobots, man? He's forever getting knocked over." I know. All he had to do is transform, have have uh, Starscream just shoot everybody. Game over. That's it. It's done. But did they ever do that? Nope. nope. Starscream would always mess up somehow, and of course, what was the famous line? 
you failed me again, Starscream. It's like, how many times can you fail you again? Okay, you've proven that you are a complete and utter failure. Why are you still being tasked with the most important things in order to get over on the Autobots? It just didn't make any sense to me. So now let me ask you this. What was the original storyline of the Transformers? Uh, as I remember, they just crashed on Earth and they were just trying to get out of here. Wasn't it? Exactly my point. Yeah, Why not they just... They wanted to get out. They wanted to get off Earth. They, they wanted to... Yeah, they, 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 they apparently were fleeing. They, they crashed on Earth. And it was their mission to get out of here. From what I remember, I, I, again, it's been over 30 years since I watched any of those cartoons. But I'm pretty sure that's what they wanted to do. And Michael Bay totally destroyed it for me. Oh, don't oh, get me started, on. Michael I mean, Bay. Yeah. You, can't, you can't even... I mean, cause you and can't. they got number five coming out with... I don't you know, Marky Mark. I can already tell you what's going to happen. There's I got a Transformer. Be, there's going to... No, no. There's going to be gratuitous explosions. There's going to be a... Like a, a 360 track of some dude standing up with the American flag in the background. There's going to be gratuitous flags everywhere. <laughs> and there's going to be somebody that looks like Megan Fox or better... Hopefully and she's going to be running yeah and she's going to be <laughs> running around in high heels with a with her midriff showing that's what's going to happen oh and gratuitous product placement gratuitous yes a lot of pepsi a Absolutely. lot of like energizer not um, even all that there's also going to be things from like from like uh china there's going to be th- product placement from like different countries it's going to be mind blowing product placement you think Kelsey Grammer makes an appearance? Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> if he if he has any integrity left whatsoever from his Frasier days, then no. Kelsey, dude, we can only I heard now. I listened to his audiobook, and let me tell you, the dude is whacked. He has totally lost his mind. I think he believes he's Frasier. Well, well, if he played, he played the character for over twenty years. Yeah, he is kind of. I mean, it is. And who's to say that he is? It's not that he's Frazier. Is that Frazier is just basically him? It's just his personality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got if you. There's a sample. I don't know on what site you can get on, but there's a sample of his book, and just to hear because he has a great voice. All right. Oh, absolutely. He is by far one of the best narrators. I mean, I wouldn't rate him up there with Morgan Freeman when in, in, in terms of narration. But he's just maybe one or two notches below, mm-hmm. you know. I, I would say, I would say Morgan Freeman. Then I would go with um, James Earl Jones. Yes, absolutely. You know, he uh, hasn't been around for a little bit, but he still he still got the pipes from what I hear on CNN. Well, also I heard he'll leave you the voicemail message if you really want to. You just got to give him a hundred dollars for his charity or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now, another one is actually that's doing it recently uh, is um, the guy from Taken. What's his name? Um, oh, Liam. Oh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got a. He's got that great voice that mm-hmm. once you hear it, boom, I was like, oh, Wait, I'm about to die. He narrated something, didn't he? He He's, narrated something. Yeah, he narrated um, a movie. Yeah, he narrated. Oh, what was it? Um. Uh, Huntsman Winter War, I think was him. Oh, it, God. Was that his voice? I'm, was it? He, I'm pretty wait, sure. So, wait, so he actually attached his name to that piece of filth? Well, you didn't like it? Are you kidding me? I dude, liked it. Was it. A, dude, it, like you said, you don't go into every movie thinking, okay, this is going to change my perception of fairy tale. No, it wasn't even entertaining. I was not entertained at all. Chris Helmsworth, Thor, you weren't uh, anything? Hey, Tom Hardy, um, Bane. Thor and Bane in the same movie. Hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I, I, I like Helmsworth. Okay, I think he's he's great, but outside of the Marvel universe, he really hasn't had a hit, has he? No. Well, he was he was Captain Kirk's father in Star Trek for five minutes. Uh, well, I mean, you, 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 well, he he was in it for about what five minutes? Yeah. Did you and cry? I, and I totally believed that he was going to die. Robert cried. It's a, cryable mo- it's a cryable moment. He sacrificed himself. Yeah, that's, a, that's a moment for his kid. I mean, come on. That's that's like a Toy yeah. Story he heard, moment. He yeah. Heard his, yeah, he heard his son cry. And, yeah. and to repay his father's memory, that ultimate sacrifice, what does Kirk do? He steals 
somebody's car. He's a punk ass <laughs> bitch. That's a problem. A 67 Stingray. <laughs> he, a 67 Stingray. sabotaged by the BC boys. I was like, all right, I like this kid. He's good. <laughs> well, and then the next movie, he's on motorcycles. Come on. Oh, that's going to be awesome, too? What? You know what? You know, I've seen the latest trailer. It looks good. It looks really good. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. no. No, yeah. this is this is looking too much like Too Fast, Too Furious is what it's starting to look like. You're just, You're just saying that because it's the same director. Right, it's the same, it is. yeah. It is, I and know. I don't like it. All right. Which, so- by the way, I have to just I just have to touch on that just a little bit, and then we can get back to the subject. But my girlfriend and I just watched Too Fast, Too Furious 7. Oh, God. It was the latest one. And she, I already saw it in the theaters when it came out. She was watching it for the first time. And now she this cried. is somebody. No, 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 no. This is somebody that loves Marvel movies. She loves, you know, she likes good, big, goofy comedies. And all I heard her say was, "Oh come on, for real? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> she called bullshit during Fast she, she called bullshit so many times, especially during the scene where they're on that bus. They're trying to get that that one." Um, uh, a hacker chick out of there and Paul Walker is hanging off the edge of the cliff and in order to get himself out of the situation he has to not only climb up the front of the bus after kicking out the windshield but now he's running on the side of the bus as the bus is starting to fall off the cliff he leaps in a you know he does a leap of faith and here comes uh, Nettie in a yeah. car that just yeah. happens to have a bar at the back of it, and he <laughs> manages to catch this bar going that's going like 50 miles an hour, and it somehow pulls him and throws him to safety on a gravelly road. He gets up, not a scratch, not road rash, not a damn thing. I mean, let's face it. If that, was, if that had at least 10% realism... That dude would be dead. That he would have broken his neck, or he would have at the very least skinned off every single inch of his skin in the front. Yeah. For me, that franchise stopped making sense after the first movie. It really did. Yeah. It stopped making sense to me. The first movie actually was just a rip off of Point Break. I give you that. Yeah. So be it. And that was actually a much better remake of Point Break than the remake of Point Break. <laughs> oh how true! What a what a train wreck that was, huh? No, that was a full on clusterfuck. That's what that was. No, oh, it that was that was that, that was a dumpster fire. <laughs> that that really was bad. I can't believe that somebody in a studio signed off on that. But hey, it made money. Uh, so hey, they've signed off on well, worse. How, let's not forget. How could it not make money? It was basically an X game shoot. That's all it was. <sighs> somebody strapped on a, a GoPro. Boom! Jump in after this guy. There you go. Movie made. Yeah, it's just simple enough to make. Jesus. All right, so video game movies. Let's get back on topic at least for a hot minute. Now, one of the big genres of video game movies they they have made an attempt to make successful, obviously, has been the fighting games. Uh, yeah, tried. you could say that. They they tried again. Um, they started with the Mortal Kombat. The- the first Mortal Kombat was actually pretty good. For what Which it was, was a rip I of Enter the Dragon. I just have you say that. No, yes. It was, okay, it's not a it rip had, off. It it's had, based it, off a video game. Enter the Dragon is not based off a video game. But it this did, movie it did take some inspiration. Politics. Yeah, of course. No, inspiration is the same script. It, it's a fighting movie. Of yeah. course, they're gonna take they're gonna take a little bit off. You know, one of the greatest action karate movies of all time. They I, had to. I dare you to watch Enter the Dragon and split screen it with Mortal Kombat, and it's the same movie, scene by scene. No, oh, I doubt that. I, but, I'm not go there. but you Ray, had back all on this. Ray, you had all this. you had all the characters from Mortal Kombat, which made it a little bit cooler for the modern age kids. Mm-hmm. Because Robert has let's not seen Enter the Dragon. I just have you know that. Yeah, I'm sorry. What now? I haven't seen Enter the Dragon. I'm not a yeah. Son, uh, let me let me just uh, <laughs> let me just holler at you for a second here. Okay. Uh, okay, this is a movie that is required viewing. I agree. You, you cannot be seventies karate. No, movies, it's though? no, it's not crappy. It's not no, crappy. It's set the it is it is it is masterly 
at his absolute best. Better than Green I, Hornet. Oh, totally, totally okay, better than Green Hornet. You can't really I mean, compare to Green Hornet. Green Hornet was crap, like, you know, however you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's Green Hornet. It's like... Quick fun fact. When they were filming Bruce Lee fight, they actually had to, they had to slow down the camera so they could actually see what he was doing. He moved so fast. He it was, was amazing. He was the best. You, you agree with me that Mortal Kombat, while it was a good movie, the reason why it was successful was because they ripped the same story from Enter the Dragon, even no. the same fight scene. I, I disagree with you on that point. I do agree with you that it was, it, it was the same genre. It, it had the same, uh, many similar plot elements. Okay, practically carbon copy. But the reason it was successful was because it was a good video game movie. It was well done. Yeah. It's one of few, because you look at the Street Fighter series of movies as a comparison. We lost audio quality, Robert. Okay, hold on. Robert? Am I back? Somebody got Robert. All right, am I back? Somebody ate him. No, am I back? Yeah, yeah, you had a lot of distortion on that last response. All right. You basically, you sounded like you were drowning. Okay, so we're back to it. Three, two. All right, so... Street Fighter, another fighting series, did not do as well, though, in my opinion. <laughs> Same basic concept, but you had Jean-Claude, who can't act his way out of a bag, but is a karate you, you had, You had Jean-Claude Van Damme playing an American <laughs> colonel. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. And on top of that, and on top of that you had Gomez Adams playing, <laughs> playing Bison. Russian Are you bison. kidding me? Very Russian bison, by the way. <laughs> it's like I think the only person they got pat that they cast correctly was E Honda. Well, yeah, E Honda yeah. was good. E Honda, I, I could get behind E Honda. But even Anyone but, could get behind him. Well, yeah. But even um, nice. But okay, Dollism was one of my favorite. I used to love playing as Dollism on on Street Fighter Two. Loved him. And then I'm expecting, okay, where's this voodoo guy? He's going to be stretching out. And you get this little geek in a freaking you know, lab coat. And he doesn't do anything. He gets killed off. I'm like, seriously? This guy's supposed to breathe fire. He's supposed to do the stretchy arm thing. He's supposed to do the stretchy leg thing. Wow. Not a damn thing. It was such a disappointment. Yeah. Well, the movie did so bad, it actually ended Raul Julia's life, unfortunately. Battle yeah, he, that <laughs> resuscitation thing? Well, yeah, I don't think he died because of a movie. I think no, it has to play it. I, I, I think it's. I think it crushed his spirit. Maybe. Yes, it crushed it. Uh, maybe. It was. It was soul crushing at the end because you saw how they were like, "Oh man, we're running out of film. Let's shoot an ending real quick." I'm like, God "Damn it!" Like I paid to go see that movie. I was so mad. Uh, well, Turns out that the freaking cartoons you could watch for free are yeah. better than the movie that I had to pay for. Yep. Well, yeah. I can. I can proudly say that the first time I watched that movie. It was a bootleg version that my cousin had just brought down from New York. So there you go. <laughs> here he and I had the worst possible thing to to compare it with because the fir- the first time I watched Street Fighter Two the live action movie mm-hmm. was right after I had watched the anime version of Street Fighter Two, ah, which oh, was which awesome. if you've ever seen it was one of oh. the best animes ever. Top five. Top, Top five. five. Right up. It's right up there with Ninja Scrolls. Was, <gasps> Ninja Scroll. Oh yes. Go on. Yes. Absolutely. Like, you know, like I used to watch GoGo Thirteen, which was a great like assassin, you know, yes. anime, and it had it had all those elements. Like you, it was gritty. It was you can tell that every cell was hand drawn. It wasn't CGI, and it you could tell that every animator took a sweet time and getting every detail correctly I mean you had Chun Li in the shower and oh my god I think I, I hit puberty the moment I saw that. wow Chun Li it's like it's like as soon as I yeah, as soon as I saw that movie. yeah as soon as I saw that I think I became a man is, is what happened so I was like I went from like talking like this to hi how are you it's like right after watching that 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 scene and watching that movie it was like wow why is in our animation here in the United States like this, yeah. And then I realized, oh, because they would take you know one episode of the Smurfs, like you know, uh, about two years to complete this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I have to but say yeah. it's union, union, union artists. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I'm sure you can get really good production when you can just basically, you know, lock <laughs> animate. It's like you, you, you animate or you don't get bolo rice, you know. So, which is ba- which is basically how it is over there, man. To yeah. all of our fans out there, we apologize for any stereotypes. Hey, let's let's face facts. Stereotypes are based on reality. So, yes, it might be a stereotype, but somewhere out there, there's somebody that's actually performing it to a T. Yes, yes, this is true. So, one of the things I wanted to bring up was Hitman. Uh, and I know that's a, that's a kind of a sore subject with you. If now, I were to tell you, if I were to tell you, I'm going to give you... $150 million to make a Hitman movie, and I want to give you Timothy Oliphant. Would you have done anything different? I want to pick... Don't get me wrong, I like Timothy Oliphant. I think he's a good actor. I think, uh, you know, he, he has done some good things. However, I think he was severely miscast for that particular role. Okay. I, th- I think they could have done somebody maybe a little bit more intense. Uh, you know, somebody... Oh, God. Yeah, but his you know, it, in the game it, is not intense. He's a cool, calm guy. Totally. But you got Timothy, Timothy Olfine, who's... Eh, I don't know. He's kind of wishy-washy in a way. It's like I was uh, doing I, Tom's, I, I do, Tom Hanks as, as the hitman. Exactly, exactly. It's like I can see him in a rom-com. I can see him uh, playing... You know, um, you know, uh, a sheriff or something. Like that, but I don't Road see tradition. him do. Yes, uh, I don't. I don't see him doing hardcore assassination. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, I don't like when I think, you know, cool, calm, collected assassin. I'm thinking like Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he would. Too old. Uh, well, uh, may, maybe, but he's already bald. Yeah, he doesn't have to shave his head. Sure. <laughs> then you might as well get Bruce Willis. <laughs> No. no. Okay. Okay, but he uh, uh, Statham is too old, but Bruce Willis isn't. No. I mean, he's basically on. on a walker already. <laughs> All right. What about Resident Evil? Uh, the first one wasn't too bad. Yeah. I don't think. But after this, after the first one, it just got stupid. It yeah. just got. Oh God! It's it's it's. They're just making things worse and worse and worse. Uh, but then again. The same thing can be said about the actual game itself. True. You know, Uh, after I don't don't know if you guys have played like the first like PS2 version of uh, of Resident Evil. I mean, yeah, yeah, a long time ago. But if you didn't play that game and you're walking down that first hallway where the zombie dog crashes through the window, if you didn't get scared. Then I don't know what mo- what game you were playing because I almost <laughs> I uh, that was like one of the biggest jump scares for me. I was like, "Holy crap! What the hell?" And then you're trying to fire, and then you realize, "Okay, I got to fire down because you it's know, a dog. just firing. It's a dog, <laughs> you know." Right. And it's it, it was it was a really well written, suspenseful, and the thing about that game was that it was so good because it also limited the amount of ammunition that you could carry and find. Yep. So. It's not like, you know, oh, three zombies, not a problem. I'll just empty a clip into one, empty another clip into the other one, and there we go. We're good to go. No, you only had, like, 20 rounds. It was like, okay, I better, like, run like hell because I don't have the ammo to take out all these guys or wait for them to get up really close so I can shoot up and shoot them in the head. Right, right, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what made that game great. I was like, because you really didn't know if you were going to make it through the game. You didn't know if your character was going to survive. And that ultimately is what makes a story great. If you if you have that feeling of, even though this might be the protagonist, I really fear for their life. That's right. what makes a movie great. When you, ha- when you have somebody that, that's completely invulnerable, you're like, okay, yeah, he just killed 20 guys, whoop-de-doo, okay. He's never really in any danger, so you don't feel for him. Right. You know, or her, in this case. All right, so before we let you go for the evening, we have one final question, and obviously because you're talking movies and video games, let's do the top three video game to movie that you are definitely like, these are the best three you're going to get. 
Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, we top really five. haven't. Top, no, no, it's. I mean, I couldn't. I can't think of top three. Now you want top five? <laughs> oh boy. Oh, oh lord. And don't forget to include a Tomb Raider in there. You know. Oh come on. Really? <laughs> no, I can't. I I can't include Tomb Raider in any of them. I mean, yeah, great, Angelina Jolie. Okay, the first one wasn't too bad, but it was like. Uh, even that, it just made it too campy, too, yeah. you know. If the yeah, movie it, was, if if the movie was about the first five minutes of Tomb Raider and the rest of the movie was like that, I was like, holy crap, this is going to be cool. But it died after it died. that. It it, yeah. it totally died after that, you know. Uh, like in the like in the first scene where she's fighting that robot, you know, that training robot, and she's got you know the backpack that's full of clips, and she's able to reload by by you know reaching behind her. I thought that was cool. That was mm-hmm. awesome. That was a great But scene, then yeah. it just, yeah, but then it just gets stupid. Yeah. And you're like, okay, whatever, stupid. It's, I, I can't take this. But, like I said, Assassin's Creed, I think, is going to be one that is going to, it has a good shot. It's got the, it's got the actors, it's got the direction, and it's got a storyline that actually lends itself to, to a good movie. Now, in contrast, we also have World of Warcraft. Mm. Uh, and, and I don't, don't forget about I, Doom. Oh God, Doom! Yeah. One one of the rocks. I'm surprised that the Rock survived, uh, that his career survived after Doom because that was that was so crappy. Which you know, but they're um, redoing it. They're rebooting it, though. Are they really? Yeah. Huh. There's another Doom movie coming out. You know, that, that's you just that just kind of touched on something that I kind of thought of maybe maybe for next time because Carl Urban is. I, I like him awesome. as an actor. I think he's awesome. I think he's great. But he hasn't had success as much as he should have. But if you can think of any good science fiction movie out there, he's probably had a part in it. He's in Star Trek. He was in Riddick. He was in, of course, Dread, which yeah. I think the remake of Dread was awesome. Yeah. And that was so underrated. I love that movie. I could watch that every time it's on. Um but huh, I don't know what else. Uh, I really can't think of any really good comic book movies that have come out. So we're hoping then, if I can put this out there, that the Assassin's Creed movie will li- literally take a genre that's been kind of meh and maybe make it actually mm-hmm. viable. You know, because there's a that, lot of games that, I'd like to see that way. You know, become that kind of movie. Absolutely, especially with with this generation of, of consoles and computer gaming that we have. I mean. A lot of these games, they are like little cinematic experiences already. I mean, so God. it shouldn't be, it should not be that hard to translate to the silver screen. Yep. But I, some th- re- I think, I think Angry Birds will earn more money than Assassin's Creed. Oh, that's Ang- that's that's listen, that's listen. hating right there. That is hating right there. I, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's that's blasphemy because you yeah. know what? Mm. It's not even a video game. No, it's Remember not. Remember what I said, though. It's, Remember it's what not I said. a video game. It'll out-earn Assassin's Creed. No. I will bet you lunch that it will not. Yeah. You're on. You heard it here. Yeah. Okay. I am betting steak tacos at, <laughs> at Open what, Kitchen. <laughs> no, 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 no. At Open Kitchen, because he makes them awesome, uh, that <laughs> it will <Fun>. not. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I am. I am putting... Food on the line here. There you go. Hey, it, and you it, know me, I never met a taco I didn't like, so... Hey, you will, you'll love these tacos, but let's face it. I mean, you take something of a source material as a as a phone game, for an iOS game, for God's sakes, mm-hmm. and, and you stretch it out to a 90-minute movie at best, at best. come a on A $2 billion now, dollar product. Oh. A $2 billion dollar product. That's, two billion. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's what you even play, have a Star Wars version. Yeah, I know, but yeah, it's what you and play when you're bored in a doctor's office, for God's sake. Exactly. It's not a you real don't, game. Yeah, you I don't do. listen. Listen, I'm not. God when, whenever cool. a whenever a good video game comes out, like it's really good, you want to get home to play that game because you want to see where the story goes. You you will call in sick if it's exceptional. Yeah. Now. Angry Birds? No. 
Robert nailed it on the head. If you're like waiting for your breaks to get done, or if you're waiting in the waiting room, yeah, you might pull it out, play a little Angry Birds, maybe a little Clash of Clans, which I'm surprised they haven't made a movie out of yet. <laughs> but I'm sure that's coming. Oh, I'm sure. sure I'm, I'm sure there's some uh, executive up there. Hey, Clash of Clans, it's been around for years. How about Rampage? But, you can make a movie of that. <laughs> I don't think. Huh. You know, I'm surprised that you know what movie I think what video game would be awesome as a movie because in Grand Theft Auto, why have they not made a movie like this? Yeah, because we want to just glorize uh, 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 mass murder, rape, uh, stealing cars. That's just what we want to do. I mean, yeah. How, you we already back by giving it to the hooker. <laughs> yeah, the exactly. The hula. But the who is the who is there out there? <laughs> Yeah, you, this, may, this you, you have more of a chance getting God of War to be a movie than that. Come on, okay. are you serious? We already have okay. this kind of movie in Hollywood. Yeah, I know. What what difference is it? Now we're just actually putting a brand on it. Yeah. We're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get a good uh, protagonist, and we're gonna put it. You can put it in any city. Could be New York. Could be L.A. Could be anywhere. Mm. And you can make a really good video game a, a movie out of it. I think. I'm just saying. Anything, anything's possible. Let's we'll see, because there is a lot of stuff that they're talking about. There is another Tomb Raiders movie coming out. Um, oh yes, uh, uh, I, I think I've seen the actress too, and I think she's got. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think they they have the capability to do things better than they did, like yeah. as 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 early as ten or fifteen years ago. Yeah. So. We'll see how so, it goes. Who knows? I mean, yeah, because we have a lot of good stuff coming out there. So um, we're gonna let you go because it's late on our end, um, and yeah. I know you have things to watch. So, but we want to really thank you we, very much for coming on today which, with us. It is my absolute pleasure, gentlemen. And uh, by the way, you also have to watch the Flash. Yes. No excuses, and that's what yes. I'm gonna do. Yes. 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 Absolutely. A, a topic of future discussion, I think. Absolutely. I agree. Friend Absolutely. of the podcast, my friend. If if anything, you know, we'd like to have you on. We have. We're going to schedule some events we may want to include you in on, and uh, we hope Absolutely. to have you back again soon, man. Yep. It is my pleasure. This was a blast. Anytime, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. All right. Two nerds and a joke, and we're out. Peace out. Peace. That was a great interview. Yeah, could have gone on forever. Yes. I would have liked to have gone on forever, but we have to make uh, another episode. We'll have to yes. invite Ray back. Yes, he is definitely uh, one of our, our, our friends of the podcast who's going to come on a few times when there's new stuff coming out. Um, he's actually stated as much. He said, you know, there were, yes. there were other conversations we're having that he would love to have been a part of. So we're, it's like, it's good stuff. Um, we are looking forward to this upcoming weekend. Actually, tomorrow, by the time you guys are listening to this, we might actually be on another person's podcast. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, we're not going to give details just in case it doesn't happen, but if it does, it will be pretty exciting. So we're going to be a guest spot. As long as there's hot chicks out there. there. Well, I'll be there. I don't know how to chick for you. Well, wait, I shouldn't say hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. Either way. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's out, out there. there. It's out there it's now. It's out there. I can't take it back. <laughs> No, don't take it back. We, uh-huh. we we welcome any type of insights or any yes. type of comments that you may have about the show or any ideas. Uh, we're currently working on uh, kind of like a gathering. Yes, the gathering. Viewing. Yes. So uh, we're working on that. If you'd like to be invited to one of those, let us know. We'll we'll try to coordinate. Feel free to reach out to us at any of our social media outlets. Yes, we're working on enough people so we can call ourselves a fellowship. We already have our Hobbit, right, Ernie? All right. Look. <laughs> There's only one trilogy, and that's the Star Wars trilogy. We've gone through this before. I don't care. It's still awesome. Oh. <sighs> All right, guys. We will see you next time. Next episode is going to be awesome. We're working on a great topic. Um, the female characters and the female heroes are coming out. How are they being represented? Let us know if you have any suggestions on that, movies you want us to talk about, or TV shows uh, about that topic. A lot of stuff to, to talk about, a lot of new stuff coming out on the female horizon. Let's get some empowered players, empowered actresses out there to make them heroes. New Beauty and the Beast. Um, Cloak and Daggers coming Cloak, out. Oh my god, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be awesome. I love them. 
You remember? I, I read the comic books. See, I didn't want to read the Cloak and Dagger comic books. What I read was the Maximum Carnage series, oh. and even their little piece in that was fantastic. It made yeah. me want more. Cloak, Cloak and Dagger was awesome, and and to hear that they're finally giving that its due respects. Once again, it it centers around a female yes character. Yeah. Um, you know, we can all we'll talk about this more in the yes. next podcast. Yes, we're talking on the next podcast. We have a whole thing on this. It's going to be awesome. Look forward to you, and uh, hopefully we'll get out some walk and talks as well. Let us know if you have any suggestions. You know the site, Two Nerds Joke, all over the place. And uh, we're done. And Ernie, as always, if you will, peace out.